welcome to On the Brighter Side. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and today I'm super excited about my guest. Her name is Lucy Liu, and she is a life coach who is going to talk to us about being confident and self-awareness and all kinds of great stuff that is going to help us succeed. So thank you so much for being with us today, Lucy. How are you doing? Good. I am doing really great. I am so absolutely honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Monica. Yes, the pleasure is all mine. Can you start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself and your family? Okay, so I am an unshakable optimist. I am a daughter to my parents, wife to my husband, and mother to a first grader girl. I'm an entrepreneur, and now it's my passion and honor to help other women rewrite their life stories. We are the author of our life stories, and we start a new chapter every year, and it's great. And so I am a life coach specializing in helping women getting unstuck, especially when they're going through life transition. And I help them beat overwhelm, see clarity, set new goals, and to live a happier life. I love that. Well, that's way better than (laughs) the way I described it. That is awesome. I'm so excited to talk more. So when you reached out to me, you said that you had transformed your life from feeling overstressed, unhappy, and unhealthy to living your dream life of joy, fulfillment, and mindfulness. I would love to hear just exactly how you did that. Well, for maybe about a decade of my life, I had on and off problems with breathing. I had a lot of trouble breathing. I would always have to gasp for air. And I went to get checkups. I went to cardiologist. And the results all turned out to be stress because there was absolutely nothing wrong with me. And it's amazing that our body react in such way because our body is our last defense, you know, to events and our thoughts. So stress, what is stress? But stress is intangible. And actually, we don't know where that is. And actually, all we do is we engage in stressful thoughts. So I started practicing meditation, I looked for my joy, and I went through my personal development journey. And it took a long time, of course, but I am here. And that's why I love to help women take the shortcut there and transform their lives to better, not just to survive, but to thrive. I love that. I love that. So many of us live in stress and overwhelm. I think that's just kind of how the world is today. We feel like we have to do it all and do it all right now. And so I'm so excited to learn more from you. So tell us, first of all, what is it like to share a name with someone super famous? Yes. So my name is Lucy Liu. And obviously, I had the name before uh, before she was world-renowned. I mean, she's worked very hard. And the Lucy Liu is very talented and I really admire her. But true story, I grew up in LA. So I was fascinated by Hollywood and I took acting lessons (laughs) and signed with a casting agency when I was in middle school. And every single time I went to an audition, the casting director would like run out very excitedly that Lucy Liu is on their list. We're like, oh my God, I've got a Lucy Liu on my list. But they would be very apparently disappointed to see me, right? They're like, oh, it's not the Lucy Liu. Or when people mention me, they're always like, 
oh, not the Lucy Liu. <laughs> so I had fun experiences being turned down, right? So I never got any part. <laughs> oh, no. and, yes, but it was this constant crushing of confidence that actually made me more confident as a person. Wow. So whatever struggles you're going through, it is exactly going to be your strength in the end, Absolutely. right? So I actually, Lucy Liu is my maiden name. So I still use it after I got married because it will remind me, right? I can't be confident 100%. Sometimes I'm level 100 Lucy Liu and sometimes I maybe drop to a level 80 Lucy Liu, but I would want to go back and fix that. I would see, okay, well, how, how do I bring my, myself back to that level I want to be at? That's awesome. Wow. I can't even imagine like people being disappointed every time they realized it was, <laughs> oh, that would just be crushing. So how did you get started as a life coach and who do you, what kind, who do you work with? Actually, the funny story is I did not even know life coaching was a career or something that people do for a living. I have actually been coaching people unofficially for about five years. I was always the one people turned to to ask for advice and people were always like, how are you so positive? You know, why are you so happy? They would ask for opinion and they talk to me and they would feel a lot better about themselves or about the situations they were in after talking to me. So I was looking into this like, huh, well, do people do this for a living? And I kind of researched into it and I was like, wow, this do exist. And I asked around my friends, and they do not know about life coaching. So yes, if you have worked with a life coach before, you are very fortunate. There are, there are people like us who did not know when we were younger. It would have made such a difference in life had I worked with my own coach earlier. So of course, now I do work with my coach and I love that. And I love coaching others. So I have been officially coaching for about a year. That's awesome. Well, life coaching and business coaching, mentoring, those are all fairly new professions, but it's taking hold and like wildfire. I mean, everybody needs a coach now. I mean, it's just kind of the thing to do and it doesn't carry the stigma. I think that maybe counseling does. It's like just helps you get to the next level no matter where you're at. So I talk to life coaches all the time and I think it's a wonderful profession. So I love all the topics that you wanted to come on and talk about. The first one being confidence. So we've heard your story about how you built up your confidence, which I think is awesome. How do you teach about confidence? Well, when my clients come to me feeling they're not confident, I ask them this question, who have told you in the past that you are not confident? And usually the answer is just me myself. So what it is, is actually all in your mind. I usually have my clients take a pledge that you pledge to be that better version of yourself. You pledge from today on, you choose to be confident. And it is a moment to moment shift. The moment you step up and decide to be confident, you become a lot more confident. Yeah, I can see that. So what would be like top three tips you think for building confidence from not being confident? <laughs> I, I strongly suggest that you 
brainstorm and make a list about yourself. It would be like a bragging sheet. What have you done? Brag about yourself. Start with "I am remarkable." I am remarkable because I have accomplished A, B, C, and make a long list. The longer you list, the longer you would feel empowered by them. I would also have my clients journal at night each evening their winnings of the day. Mm-hmm. No matter how small are they are, by continually doing so, you would really feel a difference in confidence. Yeah. That's great advice. I wasn't expecting that. So you told me about overcoming a lifelong fear of swimming after seeing someone drowned at the age of five. Can you talk about that experience and how you overcame your own fear of swimming? Okay. So when I was five, I was at the beach and there was a hole. I don't know for what reason, but the hole was very, very deep. Probably in the end, I would say over. Eight feet or so, and someone else drowned. Another child. I don't remember quite clearly, but it made me feel a great fear around water. So I could not swim. But we had to pass a swimming proficiency in high school. So what I did is I I went to my best friend's house and I practiced for a month. To be able to swim, but only with my head up, so I cannot put my head down. I've been swimming for like thirty years with my head up. I tread water. I passed the proficiency test, but I could not do it. Yet I am here telling my clients, you know, that fear is in us. It is a moment of choice, and yet I cannot break my own fear. And I thought to myself, you know what? Let's give this a try because if I teach it, I'm going to live it. And the moment I decided that it is possible, I did it. <laughs> I put my head down. That's awesome. So self awareness is such an important part of achieving any kind of success. Can you talk about this concept and how you teach it to your coaching clients? Self awareness is extremely important because we have this inner critic that. Does all the negative talk every day, right? We hear this inner critic, and it's very hard to not hear this voice. Instead of being overwhelmed, and instead of letting it control you, you want to be self-aware. You notice it, and you say, "Oh, hey, hey there, inner critic. <laughs> I'm doing well today. You know, you know what? I notice you being there, but that's okay. My voice is going to be stronger." I'm in control, and when you take over the control, you have the control. Awesome. So, how do you propose we start talking to our children about self-awareness and developing confidence? I actually don't think it is something that can be taught. It's very hard to teach these things to kids, but instead we show them.、Mm-hmm. That's how I would do. I mean, that's why I love my line of work because I want my daughter to see. How my mindset works. When something happens, I show her. You know, this is what mommy would do, and I let her know that it is okay. Everything is okay, and not to be afraid. And I show her what it means to be positive. Yeah. So, what would, you mentioned mind shifts just now. What would? What are a few mind shifts you think are necessary for achieving the things that you want to achieve or success? Definitely, you want to surround yourself with people that match your desired mindset. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people make when they have a problem. They turn to their friend, right? They're 
spilling out all this negativity and their friends are like, oh yeah, I feel bad for you too. Or whatever they're trying to do to cheer you up, that is to them, they're pouring their heart to you. And I know they're the nicest souls on earth too, but actually they might just be validating your negativity Mm -hmm. and that is not helpful. So you want to be with people who are matching your desired mindset, who can get you to the positive side of things instead of validating you, instead of just agreeing with what you said. It might not sound nice. I tell my clients, you know, I'm not here to be nice to you. (laughs) I might not be telling you what you want to hear. And if you really want to grow, that's okay. You know, some of my clients are like, you know, Lucy, yell at me. Did I do something wrong? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Do you have a personal mantra that you live by? Absolutely. I always tell myself that there is always a way. Mm. I believe it so deeply. It's like in my bone marrows and it's like in every fiber of my being that it's really, there is always a way because when we don't truly, deeply, madly believe in this, we're going to tell ourselves lies, right? The moment something comes up, you're going to question things. You're going to find excuses. You're going to have these negative self-talks like, uh, I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. Can I do this? There's so many different kinds of negative self-talks and we all engage in them. We mm-hmm. have 70,000 thoughts a day. And if you keep on repeating these thoughts, nothing would change. So if you absolutely believe that there is a way, then you would instead try to keep a very open mind for new opportunities, right? You would be constant lookout for solutions instead of just being stuck. I love it. Have you ever totally failed at something? And if so, what did you learn from that failure? Absolutely. I mean, I am an entrepreneur. I've started several businesses myself. One business I completely, (laughs) completely failed at was starting a restaurant. (laughs) Yes, it is not my field. It is completely, it was out of, I am vegetarian. So I wanted to start a vegetarian restaurant actually, but I knew nothing. I knew I actually did not do enough research. It was just out of passion. It was just like something I really wanted, but I did not do enough research. And I, it did not conform with city codes. I hired a man, restaurant manager that turned out not to be what he said he was. So there was a lot of mistakes made there, but it definitely helped me grow a lot. I mean, Failures are one, just part of success, right? I'm not stuck at, in a restaurant right now. I'm doing something I love even more. Or two, failure is just a success stopped too soon. Mm. So that's the way I look at failure. And I embrace every failure and they're not really failure. They're like the pebbles that make up this new path. I love it. Oh, I love it. So what are a few of your favorite productivity hacks? Because it sounds like you get a lot done in a day. Um, Actually, I think no one feels like we get a lot done, right? Especially as moms or as um, entrepreneurs. I think we all feel like we did not get enough done. I know you had an earlier episode talking about productivity. So there's, there was great advice about batching, you know, scheduling. For me personally, it is to work backwards. So I have to 
time block my family activities first. I have to. So my weekends are off. I, I eat three meals a day on time, <laughs> very on time. So my meal time is blocked off. I eat <laughs> on time, and then. When I pick up my daughter, and when I spend time with her before she go to bed, those are times I absolutely those are my non-negotiables. So you want to work backwards instead of looking at all your to-do lists. Instead of looking at you know the long, daunting list of what to do, you want to put down your non-negotiables first. You want to put down your self time, time for yourself, and then you're like, oh my god, I have three hours left for doing this. Okay, then you would value your time more, and then pick your priority and get one task to be done very in the timely manner without distraction first, and everything else on the list would just only be icing on the cake. Yeah, I love it, especially when you see it that way. When you recognize that this is my one non-negotiable, and if I get that done, I have totally slayed the day. That's awesome. So, if you could talk to all the women in the whole wide world and teach them one thing, what would that one thing be? I think it would be to be present. One of my favorite quote is: "Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift, which is why we call it the present, because the present is." All we truly have. If you let what happens yesterday haunt you, it will be never ending, right? It's history. Turn the page. It's just a story. You know, if some, if you failed at something, it's a fun story to tell when you and your friends are sitting on the porch when you're retired, right? I mean, we have things to laugh about in from the future, the past, and tomorrow. The future is not here yet. If you worry about the future, if you're chasing things in the future, you're never gonna enjoy anything. So I would absolutely want every woman on earth to feel the power of being present. It is in our human nature to have that ability to feel present. And the moment you are present, it makes a whole world of difference. Wow, I love that. What I love the most is that I've asked almost every guest on my show that same question, and I very rarely, if ever, get the same answer. Like that was such a great, great answer. If you could ensure that your first grader, if you could ensure that your little girl knew one thing that that her mom stands for, what would that one thing be? That she has superpower. That she does not ever need to look elsewhere for a superhero to save her. She has the superpower herself, and that would be her unstoppable mindset. So nothing would stop her. I love it. Well, Lucy, this has just been absolutely delightful. There has been so many nuggets of wisdom in here. I think people will need to listen a couple times and make sure that they have something to write with because there have really just been some nuggets of wisdom in here. But tell us what you're working on now that you're most excited about. Okay, so. I've been working mostly on a one-on-one client basis, so I, I I love that. But I do want to make more impact and help more women. So I would like to start facilitating group coaching probably towards the end of this year. And I am working on a life mastery course right now, and it include all these areas that I talked about today. 
Awesome. We'll look for that. I'm very excited. So where can my listeners find you and connect with you, work with you and get excited for your course? All right. If you're on Instagram, I am most active there and I'm at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U. And my website, you can go grab your free ebook of self-development motivation now. And by subscribing, you also get the instant happiness toolkit. And my website is at www.lucyliucoaching.com. Perfect. Well, awesome. We'll link to all that in the show notes. And this has just been delightful. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for showing up today. Thank you again for having me and to all the beautiful souls. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. I absolutely loved Lucy. Did you not just absolutely love her? I thought her story about not being the Lucy Lou was such an incredible story. I mean, I can't even imagine Imagine people being disappointed every time they saw me and to audition for so many roles and not to get any of them, not for any lack of talent, but probably because producers were disappointed that she wasn't the air quote Lucy Liu, but really she is the Lucy Liu and she has made quite a name for herself, I feel like. And I love that she hasn't ever changed her name and still goes by Lucy Liu. So I certainly was not disappointed. I thought that this interview was so fun. She gave such clear and concise and valuable answers to all of my questions. And I am so glad that she reached out to me and that we were able to make this interview happen. I love her undying optimism and her mindset that there's always a way. And if you take anything from this interview I did with Lucy, I'm definitely taking with me that there's always, always a way. And I think that goes so well with my last email, which was how to be politely persistent. There is always a way. You just have to find it. You have to be persistent. And sometimes that way isn't super obvious at first. You have to try again and again and again and figure out what you're missing and then keep on trying. I think that is such a valuable lesson to learn in life that in order to succeed, sometimes you have to just keep trying again and again and again. So thank you so much to all of you for showing up today. I value each and every one of you that listens to the podcast. I value your feedback and I welcome it. So feel free to send me an email or a message anytime and let me know what you think and who you want me to interview and what topics you want me to discuss. I have such a great time producing this podcast and it really makes it worth it when I hear from you guys what you're taking away. So again, thank you so much for listening and I'm excited about our guest on the podcast next week. Her name is Kate and she's going to talk to us about courage, which is another one of my favorite topics. Obviously, it's in my tagline. So make sure you listen in next week for Kate. I call her Kate Courageous. And until next week, have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side.